new on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. New on CuriosityStream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. One. Good afternoon or good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to talk about how great a power play quarterback Duncan Keith is, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Feeling like a million-dollar rooskies. How you doing? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good today. <laughs> uh, didn't, do, uh, didn't do so well last night. I... Uh, I went to I went to a, I went to go see the Batman, so I didn't want to play any players in the Edmonton Calgary game. So I had all early players, game stacked Florida Buffalo. Um, I got Florida right. That counts for something, I think. Um, maybe not in money one, but maybe something. Uh, yeah, that game stack didn't get there for me. How'd you do? I was on the verge of very good night. I needed that to fully empty net hat. So I I used Colorado. I didn't use the top line. I used the second line. Kadri got two assists. He was fine. I used Devin Tays, who had a block bonus and a goal. He was fine, but like it wasn't Makar or Tays or Makar or McKinnon who both went nuts. But then I had, you know, Calgary power play without Wasmus. So that was fine. That uh, Joe breakaway really helped me. And if Tafoli got that empty net hat, like he was open for it, they just missed. I probably would have 5X, but we cashed. We move on to tomorrow, or today is tomorrow. Tomorrow's today. Big slate. We yeah. got to, you know, we're used to the, the past few weeks we've been doing these six, seven games. We got 11 games in like 50 minutes. So I'm going to have to like not go off on tangents today. <laughs> yeah, especially with uh, all the Detroit news that I'm going to be talking about a little bit later. Uh, yeah, I didn't do so well last night. I did see uh, some people in the chat have a pretty good night. I think. It was Ricky finished third in the $15 last night, if I'm not mistaken. And Wolf Girl, like, just she just, she just keeps crushing it. It's like every other day she's posting a screenshot from a winner-take-all. She's just crushing those WTA. So congrats, Wolf Girl. Congrats to Ricky. Um, yeah, big, big slate ahead of us here tonight. Uh, 11 games, 22 teams, lots of line changes we're going to have to talk about. I see a super chat already from Clayton, uh, a $10 super chat. Thank you very much for that, Clayton. That is uh, generous of you. It says, tough slate. Thanks in advance for your help. I mean, I'm not going to get too deep into it. Large slates are tough to na- navigate. You have 22 teams. You have 18 players per team. Like, there's just a lot to take in, you know, especially if you're somebody like you that might only be playing a couple lineups. There are a lot of really tough cuts to make. Like, I'm 20 maxing, and there's still a lot of tough cuts to make. So, just kind of the nature of the beast here. Um, 
Before we get too much further, just want to say thank you to Yahoo Fantasy for sponsoring this show. They are our sponsor. They've been our sponsor this entire season. They have been a great sponsor for us. And uh, for anybody that is a first-time DFS player over on Yahoo, we have some giveaways through them. We'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Uh, And if the chat could, please throw us that thumbs up uh, if you haven't. And if uh, you haven't subscribed yet, please click that subscription button. the subscriptions really help uh, grow this channel, keep this channel growing on a regular basis. The, mar- the march to 420,000 subscribers keeps going. Uh, click the bell to get alerts uh, whenever we do go live because we have lots of shows going on all day long. <laughs> if we get to 420K, we're going to be like multi-billionaires. But also, like, how- did you see that animation from the Super Chat on the screen? Yeah. How- has, that- has that been there? I just missed it. That's just today. That's a that's oh. a Tyler Zander special. Oh. Uh, thank you very much uh, to producer Tyler. Make he always makes us look good, making us look a little bit more professional here uh, on this show. Um, free premium tools and data up on the site today. We have them almost every day. Today is no exception. Uh, we have NBA player rankings, our NHL player projections, and our PGA golfer rankings all up on the site. So whether NBA or NHL tonight or PGA later this week. Lots up on the site for everybody to go read. Uh, my personal uh, power plays article up on the site just published uh, for anybody to read. Anybody that's playing some NHL tonight, go check that out uh, at Osmo.com. We also have a giveaway through our podcast. Um, just head on over to the Osmo podcast channel. Leave a five-star review with your Twitter handle or Osmo username. And you'll be entered to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, and finally, uh, we've mentioned this uh, for the last week. Uh, this channel is still growing. Uh, it seems like uh, they're doing fairly well over there. We have a new betting show. It's called Locks Before Lock. It's an NBA prop betting show, 30 minutes during the week before the deeper dive every day. So head on over to the Odd Shopper YouTube channel for the best edges available and NBA player props straight from our experts. All right, Josh, we got a lot of games to get to. Let's just tr- jump right into these. Colorado, 3.7 implied goal total going into New Jersey. The Devils have a 2.7 implied goal total. Uh, Colorado is on a back-to-back. You talked about how they played last night. Uh, that um, I noticed the top line, uh, because it was a tight game, uh, they played over 20 minutes last night, most of them. Uh, you know, they're fairly young guys, probably should still be able to put it together on a back-to-back, but a road back-to-back is one of the toughest situations for any team. It doesn't matter how good you are. It's still a very big total, and New Jersey has had some awful goaltending issues basically for like two months now. Um, what do you think about this one here, Josh? Yeah, Nico Heischer may, may not play. Like uh, Zaka was centering the second line. That would be a big loss on both ends of the ice for the Devils. Like, I don't know. Like, this is a tough slate. You're going to have to make a lot of tough cuts. But if Heischer's out, I don't know how you don't consider, you know, the abs here. I know it's back-to-back on the road, but 3.7 total. They're coming from, you know, like, the Islanders to the Devils. It's it's a short drive. I mean, with traffic, it's like nine hours. But, like, it's, it's a short drive. Devils take a good a fair bit of penalties it's not blackwood still it's nico dawes who's kind of settled in but you know he's still not mackenzie blackwood so i don't know if i'll get to the abs in one to three like i haven't built my lineups yet because i wanted to talk through this all 11 games um but like the price on the abs top line really isn't prohibitive 
compared to like there's again like pricing on DraftKings is charm and soft. On you know FanDuel they're probably like thirty eight thousand. You have to play like players who aren't playing just to get them in. You know what I mean? But like on DraftKings I think you have to consider Colorado one here. Colorado two is even cheaper than they were yesterday. I know Nishushkin's price has come up, but Kadri and Landeskog have went down a couple hundred. So I'm fine with either of the top six Colorado lines. I think you know at their ownership that second line coming in at four and a half percent on a eleven game slate like is fine. Double digits on the Colorado top line will probably keep me off them in one to three, but in 20 to 150 max, I would definitely have some. On the devil side, I just, you know, I, I have to wait and see because Heesher and Brat have really good numbers together. But if Heesher is out, you know, like Zacha and Brat probably have good numbers together, but not when Zacha's a center. Like, I, I don't know if he's a top six center. He's, he's better suited on the wing, so... Like maybe I'll get to some of that top line. It's just it's just not a good matchup for the Devils. It is a two point seven total though. I would imagine if there's clarity on Heischer, if he's out, I would imagine that total may get. You know, people are going to start betting the under on the team total. But I don't know. Like maybe have some of that top line. Despite like two point seven total, you don't really want to ignore the Devils here. But like I just I I don't find something that I want a full stack. Yeah, I. Here's where I'm at is I that top line, the, the Hughes line, really like they've been fine. They're generating a lot, but they're also giving up a lot in return. Like they're kind of, you know, giving up as many scoring chances nearly as they're generating. So I, I'm just kind of tempted to go right back to Colorado, too. Like you mentioned, um, you know, reasonable price. Price has come down a bit. Not a massive sample between them, but Landeskog and Nichushkin have been absolutely just lights out together this year whenever they played together. Um, coming in with reasonable ownership, see them, you know, around four or 5% in our lineup builder, like, you know, they're going to get that huge matchup, like I said, and they're going to get, um, they trade scoring chances. So yeah, I do like going right back to Colorado two here again, people want to play Colorado one, like, you know, we saw what Nathan McKinnon can do last night. I'm not going to complain yeah. against that. Like he can actually tear apart any team. Um, I just think the way I'm building today will probably be some more Colorado two. I think I'm out on New Jersey. Like, Top line really hasn't been great. Like you said, the second line, there might be some problems with his year. And like with so many games on the slate, I'm not sure I'm going to run out, you know, to play a lineup with Nico his year in it to try to get him at reasonably low ownership. I'd rather just go to some, some other place. So probably out on devil's forwards here on the blue line. Um, you know, Taves' price has come up. I think Jonas Siegenthaler uh, on DK at least makes a decent punt. Uh if you want to get weird in your 20 max or 150s or something like that, I think Dougie Hamilton is fine in, in this situation because he is a wonderful offensive defenseman, kind of like a decent pivot away from what could be a chalky or Roman Nosy or something like that. I'm not running out to play him. I think it's just really Siegenthaler um, and then correlating on Colorado. What do you think? Yeah, I'm either correlating the car or one offering K's and I don't even know if I'm going to get to any Devils defenseman. Like, Siegenthaler is fine at 3,100. I'd probably play him more, like, when he was, like, 2,800, 2,700, just because despite that game where he scored, like, relying on him hitting the score sheet is not a great idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no issues there. <laughs> uh, just don't, don't mind a cheap guy on the top here. Um, all right, let's get to this next one. Vegas, 3.4 implied gold total. They're going into Philly. The Flyers have a 2.6 implied goal total. Um, I think one note here, 
was that Chandler Stevenson jumped to the top line with Vegas in their last game. Um, it's been a rotating cast alongside Jack Eichel pretty much ever since he got there, you know, due to injuries and underperformance. It's going to be at least Pacioretty and Jack Eichel on the top line. We're fairly certain of that. Um, Philly's changed up their lines a little bit. Uh, we talked about them in, in on the last show. Uh, Derek Broussard, Cam Atkinson, Joel Farabee, second line. What do you think about this one? Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter to me who's up on the Vegas top line, if it's Roy or Stevenson. I, I kind of preferred Roy up there. We'll have to wait and see what the, how they warm up. Like It's kind of like the Sorelli situation from a week ago. He was yo-yoing back and forth. But, like, I'm fine with leaving off the third wheel here and going Michael Pacioretty, Theodore, something like that. Um, you know, the Flyers are an improved team since AV left defensively. But they still have issues on the penalty kill. And I just do not like these lines five on five. Like, I, I don't know what Mike Yo's doing. He's trying, I, I know what he's doing. It's just not good for DFS. And it's not really good for five on five. But like, maybe I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm in on Vegas one. If you want to leave off the third wheel, that's fine. I'm in on Vegas two again. They're coming in under 5%. They just keep running people over. It doesn't really matter what matchup they get on the Flyers here tonight. It's going to be favorable for them. Marshall's on that top power play. You know, Carlson, as long as he's under 4K, is fine. Riley Smith, 41. Like, they're so cheap. Their prices really aren't going anywhere. Marshall was in the mid-sevens of points this year. So, they're underpriced. They're under-owned. I'm usually off Vegas, too, because they're overpriced and over-owned. Now, they're underpriced and under-owned, so I'm in on them. I also like Vegas 1 on the Flyers side. Like... I just there's nothing I want to full stack here. The power play correlation sucks. The centers suck. So like, I I probably would just look elsewhere tonight. Maybe like a one off Joel Faraby or one off Cam Atkinson. But other than that, like, I don't think there's anything that I want to full stack. Yeah, on the on the Flyers, they're the, these top the top line hasn't had a sample together. But Drew and Konechny have played a fair bit without Sean Couturier, like with various centers. 46% shot share, 45% of the scoring chances. They just haven't been good without Sean Couturier. And then you look at the second line. The second line actually does have a decent sample together. They're even worse. 46% shot share, 41% of the scoring chances. Like, these line combinations just haven't been good, and I can't imagine uh, the third line is going to is going to be a whole lot better. So I'm with you. Vegas top line, like, Pacioretty and Eichel have actually played fairly well together. They haven't had those monster games yet that, that we're kind of waiting for, but they're generating a lot. 64 shot attempts generated per 60 minutes, 32 scoring chances per 60 minutes of five on five. Like those are pretty good numbers. So like, I think you're fine to go uh, to Vegas one, but it's Vegas two that I wrote up in the power plays article. I agree with you. Their price, very, very reasonable. Um, they've actually even started to score, which has been the problem all season is their shooting percentage was very, was pitiful, but it, it's actually up, you know, between nine and 10%. And there's not like between nine and 10% is not very high. That's about league average. And they're scoring over four goals per 60 minutes. That's how many shots they're generating. Yeah. Uh, I'm going right to Vegas too. They're one of my favorite fillers on the slate coming in with decent ownership, good numbers, good matchup, all that. So uh, Vegas too, uh, for me, uh, nothing for me from the Flyers side. If I were, if I were to go anywhere, it would be to the top line uh, with Giroux, Lawton, and Konechny. But like I said, just not a great sample. I think I'd rather look elsewhere uh, for you know a cheaper top line stack. Um, on the blue line, 
I don't know what's going on with Shea Theodore. Like he keeps projecting well for me because I have, you know, prior seasons in my projections, but like it's been a tough season. I guess 5,400 is a fine price over on DraftKings. There's no one on the flyer side. I want to play from their blue line. I'm also fine with paying up for Petrangelo. I think he'd be like fairly low owned tonight because of Yossi and maybe people are want to play Dougie or something like that. And they shy away from Petrangelo because Theodore's on the top. Like, I don't know. I think, I think he's fine. One off Nick Haig, if you want to go down and punt is also fine on the flyer side. No. <laughs> like Justin Braun's one of those guys like Siegenthaler, like, you know, if he was like 2,900, I would play Braun. Play Sandheim if he was in the low threes, but thirty nine hundred. Like no, thank yeah, you. They're 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 getting that Anaheim defense pricing going on. Yeah, here. for no reason. Like DraftKings does. They like randomly price up bad defensemen and just randomly just tank prices for good lines. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on either, but I'm just here to play the game. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the next one. Uh, Florida three point three implied goal total. They're going into Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh also has a 3.3 implied goal total. Uh, Florida played last night. They beat the brains out of uh, the Sabres, like 6-1, I think it was. Uh, the big news, obviously, was Anton Lundell getting injured, left the game, did not come back, threw their lines into complete disarray. Like, I don't think there's – if Lundell if Lundell were to be out, I don't think there's any line combination right now that you could say that's the line that's going to play, like – I don't think they're just going to leave the top six together and throw like E2 loose to Ryan and on the third line or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're going to see some changes coming about. So we just don't know his status at this point. Um, we'll see uh, what happens with Lundell. Um, Florida was low owned last night. They're going to be low owned again here tonight. What do you think here? If I had to take an educated guess, if Lundell's out, I think Reinhardt moves to the third line center. You see Marchment move back down to the third line, and you see Maxime Mammon up on that top line. Yeah, that feels like a good bet. Uh, but again, like, no one's going to play far tonight. And it's actually not the worst matchup. It is a back-to-back on the road, but, like, if no one's going to play them, I think in MME, if you're 20 maxing, just getting one of 20, Florida two, or Florida one, assuming they're together, you're going to be way over the field. Like, I've talked about it. Pittsburgh won. Their defensive numbers have not been great the past six weeks. They they just they've given up chances. Not a huge believer in Yari. Granted, like I do have interest in playing Yari in GPP just because Florida is back to back on the road and they are hard, uh, a high shot volume team. But like I don't know. Like I I'm kind of interested in you know Barkov. I'm kind of interested in Florida too, assuming they're together. Um, you know, that, that top line is probably going to get Barkov, and that's fine. Like, they they haven't been great. Like, that second line, not overwhelmingly good defensively, not terrible. They're probably league average-ish. I think that second line could do some damage against the league average line. So, I'm higher on Florida than most. I think we both usually are. But I think the ownership is what's really driving here because it's a massive slate, and I normally avoid back-to-back on the roads, but, like, if no one's going to play them, I, I'm going to get over the field. Now you do need to wait on lines. And maybe people are, are in the same boat and they want to wait just to make sure. But I don't think they're going to touch line two. And if, if they're together, I'll probably play them. On the Pittsburgh side, I'm fine with Pittsburgh one. You know, their, their ownership is fairly reasonable. They're fully correlated. It's back to back on the road. I mean, 
Spencer Knight looked good last night, but the Sabres also looked bad. <laughs> Bobrovsky, you know, doesn't really scare me too much. Florida's a pretty high event team, so I, I am in on pit one. I think if you're MMing, it makes sense to have both sides of this game, though. Yeah. Um, Florida, I'm going to touch on real quick. It, it's just pure ownership. Um, yeah, back-to-back on the road going into Pittsburgh, obviously not ideal. But if you look at the road teams here tonight, like we just had a couple high total, totals with Colorado and Vegas. They're higher than Seattle, higher than Arizona, higher than Ottawa, higher than Dallas, higher than the Rangers, higher than Anaheim, higher than Washington. Like they're expecting some goals here from, from Florida, even in this matchup. And you talked about how Pittsburgh, the top-line defense has slid. Their last 100 minutes together, 2.6 expected goals against for 60 minutes. You know, league media, it's about 2.4. So they're worse than you know, right now. That's not very good. So I do like um, – I'm with you on Florida too. I think I would probably just get some sort of Florida power play stack going because I think I would – if I'm playing Florida, I want to get Barkov in. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of my that's kind of my thing here tonight. It was the same thing last night. It's like nobody's playing Barkov anymore because – because of where he's priced, and let's be fair here, he's priced very, very highly. Um, that prohibitive pricing is what's keeping his ownership to nothing. Like we have zero point five percent ownership on the top two lines combined. No one is playing them. Like you said, if you're twenty max and one fifty max, and you don't need that many lineups to be way over the goal. I think you need to at least consider some Florida here tonight. Probably some sort of power play stack is where I would focus, but just at least on the Pittsburgh side. I agree with you. Pittsburgh won. Coming with good leverage if people want to um, come in over the field on them and play, you know, five out of 20 of Pittsburgh one or six out of 20, what have you, that's perfectly fine. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Also brought up Pittsburgh 3 uh, in my Power Plays article this morning. Like, um, Jeff Carter and Evan Rodriguez had struggled for a while together, but it looks like they've really turned their play around like over the last few weeks. Um, 53% shot share, 54% of the scoring chances. That's a pretty big turnaround. They were below average line uh, for a while. And Jeff Carter's coming in super cheap. Evan Rodriguez uh, coming in with a high shot volume. 
of late, at least on a per 60 minute rate. So like, if you want to dip all the way down, just like a two man Carter Rodriguez or something like that, I think that's perfectly fine. So maybe some Pittsburgh one, I think a two man from Pittsburgh three is fine. Maybe some uh, Florida power play, I think is what really interests me in this game on the blue line. Uh, our old buddy, Racco, good ass. Um, his price is very reasonable. I believe it was 2,700. Um, I have no problem playing that, paying that. Even Mackenzie Wegar at 5,500, I think, is definitely in play. I would probably hold back on playing 7,300 Aaron Ekblad on the road. What do you think? Yeah, and Forsling's price dropped $600 from yesterday on drafting. So 3,100 is reasonable for him as well. On the Pittsburgh side, it's always just Latang or next game. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, they just kind of like, I guess Dumoulin's fine. Like, if you're, like, a correlation junkie and you need the guy, like, Dumoulin's probably the guy, but, like, I'm probably just playing Latang or nobody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't mind Dumoulin. He's only um, 3,200, gets lots of minutes, could get some blocks, especially against a team like Florida, et cetera, et cetera. Don't mind that at all. Uh, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, top stacks, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Please note that Fantasy Cruncher is an add-on and can be easily added on to any of these packages at checkout, but it is not included in our base package. However, it is a very valuable addition to your DFS arsenal for anyone looking to multi-enter contests. So stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. All right, let's get to this next game. Seattle, 2.3 implied gold total going into Toronto. The Leafs have a 4.1 implied gold total. Uh, the Leafs also a team uh, coming off a back-to-back. Uh, they're at home. It makes it a, a little bit easier. <laughs> Funny enough, I was, <laughs> I was looking up goaltending. Because uh, we pick on Seattle goaltending a fair bit. Their 5-on-5 goaltending has actually gotten better over the last six weeks. They're about the middle of the league. Guess who's last? Guess the Leafs. Oh, yeah. Dead last in the league over the last six weeks of 5-on-5 goaltending. Um, Toronto's goaltending has struggled flat out. It's the Seattle Kraken, though. We talk about over and over how much they struggle to generate offense, and they really do. What do you think about this one, Josh? Like, I don't want to play the Seattle Kraken tonight. But like, that top line's so cheap, and they're fully correlated to, like, 7,900 for McCann Eberle. They're, like, two of their only good offensive players going into the Leafs team who are on a back-to-back. They got Jack Campbell, who's been awful since Christmas. Like, maybe I'm getting to some Seattle one here in 20 max. Other than that, on the Seattle side, like maybe, you know, that, you know, some Gord Appleton, like that line's been good and they're going to get bottom six matchups from the Leafs. Like, like, like I'm considering Seattle on 11 game slate on the road in Toronto. Like it, it gives, it's giving me a migraine, but like, I think you have to, like the Leafs have like, okay, the Leafs are scoring goals. Great. But they're giving up goals too. So 2.5 total for the Seattle on the road is like, a fairly sizable total for them. Kind of like the, you know, that top line, at least McCann Eberle. I don't mind Gord 
you know, Appleton, like Gord's, you know, been playing some minutes. He's 2,800. He's on the second power play. He penalty kills, you know, so I don't mind that as a punt. On the Leaf side, like, like Leafs one is always in play. They're always in play. It's just a matter of if you want to play them. <laughs> like, it's either full stack or nothing for me, I think. Like, everyone on, everyone on that line has 20-plus goals this season. They're starting to be one of those lines where you can't leave them off anymore. It's like the old Boston one. If you leave Martian off, he gets a hat trick. You leave Pasternak off, he gets a hat trick. You leave Bunting off last night, he had a two-point game. You leave Marner off, he has a five-point game. You know what I mean? Prices be damned, I think you got a full stack here. Um, and if you full stack in a four total, you're going to get the three lower. You want to go to that second line, fine. I just, you know... William Nylander has actually been really bad lately, and his minutes have been down. So I think I'm just top line for the Leafs here tonight. You want a power play stack? Sure, that's fine. Like, the, the Kraken's penalty kill is a mess. The goaltending's a mess on the penalty kill. So if you want a power play stack? Fine. But for me, I'm Leafs one, I, and in 20 max, I'll consider the Leafs top line and maybe some forward Appleton. The the one where I'm struggling with playing Seattle here, like I get how, you know, they are reasonably priced. It's just, you know, why not go to, like where I'm struggling is like, why not go to like New Jersey one or Philly one or something like that? Like why, you know, why go play McCann and Everly? Because, but you know, you're right. They are their two best players. Offensive players have been all season. Um, if they're going to score reason, you know, stands to reason they're at least somehow going to be involved. So I'm going to like, I'm with you. I'm going to be at least considering them, but I'll be honest. I don't think I'll be getting to them. Uh, there are other places with similar ownership and projections that I, I like as much. The thing with Toronto one is their offense has started to slow down a bit. Um, they're generating fewer shots, fewer expected goals um, than they were earlier in the season, but the defense is picking up their, their expected goals against over the last month is under two. Like they're really, really shutting things down defensively. So we're really at the mercy of Jack Campbell, just completely sucking. Like that's, that kind of feels bad. That's, that's just not um, how I'm going to stack here tonight. So I think on the Toronto side, I think if I'm stacking the Leafs, it's power play stack. Um, Seattle's uh, had goaltending issues on the penalty kill basically all season. And even as the goaltending has improved, the penalty kill issues have persisted. So I would stick uh, with some sort of Toronto power play stack, uh, you know, top, you know, Matthews Marner uh, plus Tavares, Matthews Marner plus Riley, uh, you know, just leave bunting there, even though he's not on the top power play and add Riley or something like that. I think that's perfectly fine. So um, some sort of Toronto power play stack uh, is where I'm focusing. I don't mind Seattle one, you know, two and a half, like their total has come up through the day. Uh, McCann and Everly reasonably cheap. I just, I think there are other spots I'd rather get to on the blue line. Nothing. I mean, like, I think Timothy Lilligren top pair, you know, whether on DK or on FanDuel as a super cheap defenseman, I think is fine. You know, correlating with Morgan Riley, if you need your power play stacks, fine. Other than that, there's not a defenseman I want here. I don't think either. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's just get to the next game then. <laughs> Don't really need to dig into that. Uh, Arizona, two and a half implied goal total. Going into Detroit, the Red Wings have a 3.2 implied goal total. Uh, the big news here, Detroit's welcoming, welcoming back uh, Jakob Vrana. He had a shoulder surgery 
earlier in the season. Um, I could sit here and probably spend the rest of the show just talking about how much I enjoy watching Jacob Brana play hockey. Here's the thing to know about. I mean, 2500 on DraftKings is just a mispricing. Like, let's just get that out of the way. Like, he's not a $2,500 player. He's probably somewhere in the 5K range when he's going. So, like, <laughs> pretty big savings here. Vrana is arguably, I don't know, top five finisher in hockey. Top five, top ten. And I mean that. Like, And I mean, there's a difference between a finisher and a goal scorer, right? Like, Leon Dreisaitl is a goal scorer. He also plays 23 minutes a night or whatever. Uh, including top power play minutes. Yeah, like Vrana's just not going to play heavy minutes. He's not going to get a feature role. He just never has. But if you look at his shooting percentage for his career at five on five, it's consistently amongst the best in the league. It, it doesn't matter where he's played. Um, Vrana is just flat out one of the best finishers in hockey, but it is his first game of the season. Like that's, pretty huge like he's been out this entire season with a shoulder injury um he's going to be on the second line it looks like with Tyler Bertuzzi and Pia Suter with the top line of Fabry Larkin and Lucas Raymond but Jeff Blashill did say that there may be some lineup changes coming at warm-ups because he's not set with his lineup just yet wouldn't be an 11 game slate without Jeff Blashill drop kicking you in the face what do you got in this one here Josh yeah and what else is new the NHL flex Detroit to 7 30 p.m eastern yeah, because when all the 7 game, seven p.m. games are intermission, you really just want to flip to the Red Wings-Coyotes game. Anyway, assuming Fabry, Larkin, Raymond is the line, I'm fine, perfectly fine with that. I wish it was Bertuzzi instead of Fabry so we could get old Detroit one. But that top line is under 14K on DraftKings. Um, they're fully correlated. Arizona has one of the worst penalty kills in hockey. So... Um, I'm in on Detroit one. We just got a new ownership run. We have Rana coming in projected at 20%. So I don't know. Like, yeah, he's min price and it's fine. He's not on the top power play unit. He's probably going to play like 14 minutes tonight, assuming these are the lines. So I don't know. I'm into power play stacking the wings you want to go to that top line plus for Tuzi. you want to go to the top line plus cedar i think that's fine if you want to one-off rana like that's fine i'd rather like one off a, a min price guy than like one off a chalk you know matthew something like that for me it's gonna be it's gonna be uh detroit one and then on the arizona side i don't know like they're just overpriced. Like they're more expensive than the wings. So maybe like some Schmaltz Keller, but that's over 10K for the two of them. So I guess like if you're making some contrarian lineups, not me, I'd have a little bit, but that's probably about it. Like Riley Nash centering the second line. Like I just don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, I <laughs> I agree with that. Uh the Arizona top line would be the only place I would look uh for some value here. Like a I'm not completely convinced um, that those lines will actually stay together. I, I saw a tweet earlier that there might be uh, some changes coming to that Arizona second line anyway. I mean, it's just the top line that I would look at from the Yotes. And it's basically because I think Clayton Keller uh, is like, he's a wonderful like playmaker, shooter, et cetera, et cetera. He's really starting to come into his own. He can help carry that line. It's not a bad matchup going into Detroit. Here's the thing. Arizona one has been like pretty bad 
uh, for a while now. In their last 100 minutes, 41% of the shot share, 39% of the scoring chances. They're allowing 38 scoring chances against per 60 minutes. This te- That line is getting just force-fed. So, yeah, like I know why people are going to play the second line with Brana with how cheap he is, with how cheap Suter is. Uh, I'm still probably going to stick with the top line, Fabry, Larkin, Raymond. I think you'll find a power play stack, like add in a Bertuzzi if you want. Um, we'll, t- uh, talk, we'll talk about more in Cedar. Add in Mo Cedar if you want. I think power play stack is just fine here uh, on the Detroit side. Like Arizona's, you know, like Arizona's just flat out one of the worst defensive teams. Like they, they seem to be turning it around just after Christmas, but the last six or seven weeks, it's just been a mess. So uh, yeah, I do like Detroit one. Detroit two is fine uh, for a filler stack. I like Detroit one a lot here tonight uh, nothing for me from the arizona side uh on the blue line like dyson mayo i think is starting to get too expensive uh you know 3700 that's not punt territory anymore uh from arizona like jacob chikrin i don't i don't think he's that playable on fanduel because fanduel doesn't really value peripherals and he's getting he's way too expensive on DraftKings at 6100 i'd rather just pay up and go play dougie hamilton so uh i maybe shane gostas bear uh like Detroit's not really a great defensive team on their own so like if you want to correlate a defense with your goalie or a lineup or something like or Arizona lineup or something I think Goss's Bear is fine um but him and Cedar are the only two I'm considering and Cedar is not cheap either he's 6400 which is like half of what the full top line is so like yeah you can put him in there I think it's fine you can also leave him off if like you don't have to play more at Cedar tonight, but I think he's perfectly fine with Detroit one. That's really about it. Like, like Hronik's fine, but like, I don't know, 4,100. I'd rather him be in the low threes. Yeah. If that said 3,100, um, I'd be in consideration. I think it's just a little bit too expensive. All right, let's get to this next one. Ottawa 2.3 implied gold total going to St. Louis. The Blues have a 3.8 implied goal total. This just feels like one of those spots where I'm going to play a lot of St. Louis and Ottawa is going to come out and just tear their throats out. Um, St. Louis has changed their lines around a a bit. Jordan Cairo was on the second line with Tarasenko and Robert Thomas. Top line of Perron, O'Reilly and Barbashev. Third line of Buchnevich, Shen and Saad. I think it really gives St. Louis three playable lines, especially considering this matchup. There's one line that I'm looking at in particular. Should also mention uh, Connor Brown, a game time decision for Ottawa. If he's not playing, it looks like Tyler Ennis might jump in on the top line. What do you got? Um, I mean, we were seeing the other day, please at least put Tyler Ennis there if it's not Zach Sanford. Yeah, but like, yeah, the monkey paws curling real hard right yeah. now. Please play, Connor Brown. You're our only hope. I kind of want to play that top line if Connor Brown's there. Like, I don't, I'm not a big believer in Barbashev defensively. Like, O'Reilly and Perron, good defensively, and they muck up the pace. But, like, I also don't believe in Bennington. So, if Connor Brown does play, I, I don't mind that top line for Ottawa. No one's going to play them, getting one of 20 or one of, you know, couple a handful in 150 is fine but this is a blues game for me i i like that second line a lot Kyrie thomas tarasenko um again like they're expensive and what's giving me a little bit of pause is the minutes allocated to the three lines so if that's the case like 
if they're all going to play between 16 and 19 minutes, I'm probably just going to go to that third line. They're cheaper. That being said, like there isn't much ownership on that second line, so I'm fine with the second line. They can get it done against Ottawa. Don't get me wrong. Like I played Calgary one last night with them getting 17, 18 minutes around the same price, so I'm probably fine with St. Louis too here. Uh, it just depends how you want to build, you know, because St. Louis two is pretty much priced like a top line, and then St. Louis three is kind of like a filler. I know Buchnevich is a little pricey, but. Sod and Shen are, are, are reasonable. So I'm fine with St. Louis 2, fine with St. Louis 3. Uh, price and ownership out the window is St. Louis 2 for me. And nothing really on the Senators, but if Brown does play, I, I might take a stab on Ottawa 1 in MMA. So I'll say I'm just going to bypass the, the St. Louis top line entirely. Like if somebody wants to play them, go ahead. But they're coming in at like 10% uh, and virtually the same projection as the third line. Like our lineup builder has the top line coming in for one more point on draft, 1.1 more points on DraftKings, uh, but four times the ownership. Just play St. Louis three. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. The first and third lines. It's the second line. I agree. That's drawing me here. Now they've had some tough games. This is a line. Buchnevich is a better defensive player than Cairo. So like when Buchnevich is there, their defensive numbers are much, much better. But the offensive numbers are still great with Jordan Cairo there. Like um, 3.0 expected goals for per 60 minutes, 35 scoring chances generated per 60 minutes. They are dynamite offensively. And the other thing is Cairo and Thomas are both playing on that second power play unit. And we talk about it all the time. The second power play unit has been better than the top unit pretty much all season long. Um, and it's the only line uh, – sorry. it's It has two out of three on the top power play unit, as does – the third line. So that's another reason why I wouldn't use uh, the top line of O'Reilly, Perron, Barbashev. So for me, it's the second or third lines here. I'm probably going to play the second line. Uh, they're coming in with very low ownership. I'm not, I, 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 there are ice time concerns, but it's not as if like they're a 21 K line either on DraftKings. like they're coming in under 19,000. It's not awful. Um, and Cairo, like Jordan, I pointed out in the power plays article today, Jordan Cairo is playing, almost 19 minutes a game over his last five games. Um, if he can play, if that line can play anywhere as close to that, I will be very, very happy. So yeah, St. Louis too, a low ownership for me. I, I think, you know, Ottawa one was probably fine here. Uh, whether it's Ennis or Brown, honestly, like I, I maybe Ennis, Ennis could step into that lineup right under the top power play unit. And that line could be perfectly correlated here. So I don't think you don't have to get there in single entry or anything like that. But um, once you get to 20 max 150s, I think you should be at least considering Ottawa. Don't have to play them by any stretch, but at least consider them um, in, in your lineups here tonight. Uh, on the blue line. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Same thing as always for me with St. Louis. Uh, I'll, I'll play Justin Falk uh, in some lineups. I'll also play Jake Waldman here. Like Jake Waldman is a is a defensive prospect that I he's not really such a prospect anymore. He's a little bit older. But he's a guy I've always wanted to get a shot. Like I think he's a good offensive defenseman, and I think this is the type of matchup. You know, maybe St. Louis gets out to like a three or four nothing lead, and he ends up playing like 18, 19, 20 minutes as they rest their top uh, defensive guys. So I think Waldman is fine as a punt here on the uh Ottawa side like I think it's just our boy the Zub uh and that's about it what do you think I agree on the Zub glad he's back on that top pair um I guess I agree with you with Justin Falk if you're playing you know St. Louis 2 or St. Louis 3 Pareko's kind of overpriced I'd rather just save the 400 and play Falk that's probably about it for me like if you want a min price Wallman go for it but you know I'd probably just play Zub. <laughs> yeah, my pro- my problem with Wallman is like I've written about him before for for season long fantasy hockey. I do think he has upside, and then I played him a couple weeks ago when he scored. So now I'll just never not be able to not play him. So uh, please help me from Jake Wallman. Uh, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your username after you've played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at osmo.com, and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below, and that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $2,000 NHL baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. All right, let's get to this next one. Dallas 2.7 implied goal total going into Nashville. They have a 2.9 implied goal total. Some changes here. Uh, Ryan Duchesne, Ryan Duchesne, oh my. Ryan Johansson on the top line for the Nashville Predators. Not expecting the Dallas coach said no changes to their forwards, but also Miro Haskinen not going to be playing. He's still sick for the Dallas Stars. So John Klingberg, he's been playing some pretty heavy minutes of late with Haskinen out of the lineup. Um, Not high totals here. Might be some goals. What do you think? I mean, I I like the Dallas top line here. Color me shocked. Like, yeah, Dallas has a 2.7 total, but like, it, they're kind of a one and a half line team. Like sometimes the second line does well. It's like two goals are coming from the top line and 0. 0.7 from the yeah. second line. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it is what it is. Like, I don't know what Ryan Johansson moving up to the top. Like Ryan Johansson and Michael Granlin at this point might be the same player. Like Ryan Johansson just might be a better finisher. Like, I don't know. Like he's scored more goals. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, geez. So I'm I'm in on Dallas one. Like seven percent's fine. Like Robertson under six K coming off back to back hat tricks. <laughs> like what are, like what are we what are we doing here? 
Grandpa Joe down to 5,900. He was up in the high sevens for a while there. Like in Rope, 6,200. Like this was a 22K line not too long ago. They're underpriced. UC Saros and the Preds, not a very good penalty kill. And whoa, baby, do they take a lot of penalties. So I, I do really like Dallas one here. That's really about it. Like you want to go to that second line short as a filler. Like, okay. Like I, I do really like Dennis Kurianov. I just don't like the minutes he gets. Um, on the Predator side, you want to go to that top line? Like, you would think, you know, Johansson moving up would be a big salary savings. It's really not. It's only $700. Like, that's how bad Gremlin's been the past month. So, I don't know. I'm probably not going to full stack here. Maybe I'd go, like, one-off Duchesne or two-man Duchesne Forsberg, but that's really about it. Like, I think when push comes to shove on the predator side, it may end up just be being Yossi. Yeah. Um, big fan of Yossi here tonight. The top line with Ryan Johansson is a break-even line by scoring chances, which is actually a slight improvement over what the top line has been over the last five or six weeks, but that's still not very good. And I was looking at Dallas's line uh, numbers on the road. Like I was wondering, you know, maybe they can, they get hard matched on the road and, and struggle or something like that. They're controlling 60% of the scoring chances in their last 100 road minutes together, generating 38 scoring chances per 60 minutes. They're just rolling. Uh, and two things, Dallas, uh, one of the teams that ge has generated the most power play time in the last six weeks. On the flip side, Nashville uh, giving up amongst the most time shorthanded. So this is a fairly good power play spot for Dallas's top line. So they'll, they'll at least be in my mix consideration uh, for one of my core stacks here tonight. Not saying I'm going to, you know, slam them in, but I am strongly considering Dallas one here tonight. On the Nashville side, uh, nothing further forwards for me. On the blue line, uh, John Klingberg on both sides, DraftKings or FanDuel, I think, uh, considering the minutes he's going to play and considering this is a pretty good power play matchup, uh, do like John Klingberg a lot uh, in GPPs. Also, don't mind uh, Roman Yossi. I'm playing, looks like I'm playing a fair bit of Roman Yossi here tonight. Um, Feels like if they're going to score some goals, he's going to get involved. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I do really like Yossi. Like, I don't really build to fit in expensive defensemen, but I may make, make an exception for Mr. Yossi tonight. If you can't get up to Klingberg, uh, Esselindel, I think, is fine also at 3,200. But that's a boot it. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's get to your boys. New York Rangers, 2.8 implied goal total going into Minnesota. The Wild are sitting at a 3.2. Implied goal total. Uh, two bits of news here. One, Igor Shosturkin not starting. We're getting Alexander Georgiev uh, in net for the Rangers. And two, with Jordan Greenway back on the third line, it reassembles one of the best checking lines in hockey to go out against that very good Rangers top line. I was looking at that third line's numbers. 12 scoring chances against per 60 minutes since Christmas. I think the league average is like 25. <laughs> like They just don't allow anything. Uh, pretty brutal matchup for the Rangers top line here. What do you think, Josh? Yeah. And they've been getting better at five on five. So it's Lafreniere there. But I think it's a good time to uh, pump the brakes on them a little bit tonight. You can still play Zabajan Kreider for power play because the wild penalty kill is not great. I just don't know if you want to spend 14-1 for the two of them on DraftKings on the road. Just food for thought. There are a lot cheaper, better spots. 
with better five on five matchups than Rangers won, they're going to get that checking line. So, you know, adios amigos there. You go to the Rangers second line, they're probably going to get, you know, who Fiala, Gaudreau, Boldy. Not the best matchup for an already porous, you know, five on five line there. So for me, like if you want to get contrarian MME, I think you, you power play stack the Rangers. You call it a day and you move on with the rest of your lineups. On the wild side, there's a lot to like here. That top line is going to get the third line for the Rangers, which is a mess defensively. Um, and listen, the Rangers play way different hockey with Yorgiev and that. Maybe they play the same hockey. They just can't, you know, Yorgiev just can't stop the pucks like Igor can. So, yeah, I, I do like Minnesota one here. They're coming in around 6%. I think that's fine. You want to go to that second line. You know, Fiala's price has come way down to 4,300 on DraftKings. He was around 6K not too long ago. Boldy's under 5K. He's on the top power play. They're going to get Strom, Panarin, Hunt, which is a very good matchup for them. So I'm fine with them, too, as a filler. And I also think that checking line, you know, the the wings are min price here. And Joel Erickson X, 4,200 on the top power play. Like, the Rangers' penalty kill is not good. The reason it looks good is because Igor is ridiculous. So I think Joel Eric's neck makes for a very good one off here tonight at 4,200. He's always in play at home because he gets the, the minute. He'll probably play 20 minutes tonight. But, like, this is a good power play matchup. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to say I agree with you uh, with the Rangers. I wouldn't line stack the top line here. It would be a power play stack. And I'd probably focus on the second line. Like, it would be Strom, Panarin, plus Abanajad, Strom, Panarin, plus Kreider, something like that. Um, just because you, once you get down to the second line from Minnesota, it, the, the matchups do get a little bit easier than the top line, still not great. And especially, you know, the Minnesota top line itself, not great defensively. So I think if you're going to stack with the Rangers, you want to focus at least on the second line. And then if you want to expand to some power play stuff, that's fine. Um, it's the Minnesota second line that I'm kind of focusing on here. Um, they're controlling 57% of the scoring chances when they're on the ice together. That is just phenomenal. Uh, Kevin Fiala, you know, one of the better value plays on DraftKings tonight, especially with Shesterkin not playing anymore. Um, they're coming in a little bit over leveraged, but that's typically the case with a lot of cheap filler lines, especially ones at home. Like as long as you don't have, like I'm not worried about a 6% filler line or something like that. So uh, Minnesota two for me, if you want to get back to, on that Minnesota one horse, absolutely no problems there. Um, I just think the way I'm building my lineups tonight, I'll probably have more Minnesota two on the blue line. Uh, with Dumba back, they're basically back to a three-defenseman setup, Spurgeon on the power play, and then Brodeen and Dumba eating a bunch of minutes. So I think correlating with uh, Spurgeon is fine, playing 4,200. Dumba also just fine. On the Rangers side, obviously, if you're correlating uh, on the power play, Adam Fox, he might even be fine as a one-off. Like, he can get there without uh, the top six really exploding. Uh, don't mind Truba either if you want to uh, get some peripherals in. But honestly, I think it would be um, the Minnesota defenseman I'm focusing on. What do you think? Yeah, correlate with Spurgeon or one-off Dumba is for me. On the Rangers side, like, I don't know if I want to spend that for defenseman. Ryan Lindgren might be okay as a punt. He does blocks and shots, but that's really about it. All right. Uh, Tampa Bay, 3.4 implied goal total. Going into Winnipeg, the Jets have a 2.6 implied goal total. Uh, Tampa Bay has changed up their lines. They've moved um, Anthony Sorelli to the top line. Depending on your lineup builders uh, that you uh, focus or that you uh, go and visit, they might not be updated. But it is Anthony Sorelli on the top line. Andre Palat 
was moved down to the second line with Kalorn and Stamkos. That makes uh, the top line for uh, Tampa Bay a double center setup. They might change those lines around, but honestly, we're not seeing much ownership on the Tampa Bay top line. And anytime I can get Nikita Kucherov at 2%, I don't care how big or small the slate is, I'm going to play him. So I really like Tampa 1 here tonight. Yeah, same. And it doesn't matter if they send out, if Winnipeg sends out that third line or the top line. It's both. I don't care about matchups. It's advantageous for Tampa 1 here. Very low owned. They are very expensive on the road, but I don't care. Like ownership is the reason I'm playing them. Um, you know, with Palat moving down to that second line and Palat, Corn, Stamkos, and Stamkos having to center that line, I do like Winnipeg 2 here. Um, Connor Dubois, Svechnikov, I think they're fine. You want to go to the uh, flowchart boys, I think that's, you know, not ideal. But there's no ownership on them, and sure, like, no, no, no. I like Winnipeg 2. Uh, maybe some copy yours, but that's about it. Yeah, and I don't think I'm doing anything but correlating for defensemen. What do you think? Yeah, same. Although, like, Sergachev's been ridiculous lately, so I don't mind him as a one-off. Yeah, yeah, he really has been ridiculous. <laughs> um, before we get too much further, if you guys could, please throw us that thumbs up, click that like, click the subscribe, and click the bell to get alerts when we do go live. And if you want to check out our Yahoo uh, special, just click the link. Uh, in the vi- uh, below this video, uh, for first-time Yahoo users, uh, you can get some free money out of them uh, for anybody playing over on Yahoo. We have added uh, NHL props to our Odd Shopper page, so head on over to oddshopper.com. It's free for anybody to go view. Uh, if you're in a state with legal sports betting, uh, DraftKings, PointsBet, MGM, FanDuel, Caesars, what have you, uh, you can check out. Uh, you can shop. Uh, your NHL props at oddshopper.com and go for the best price. Um, you know, I talked about Jacob Chikrin and his peripherals problem, uh, but we have him uh, scoring basically once every five games, and he's a plus 500 over on points bet. Not a bad bet over there. We talked about Kevin Fiala and his shot rate. Uh, his <laughs> fan duel over-unders at two and a half. We have him straight projected for three and a half shots here tonight. Minus 140 on FanDuel. Not bad. So head on over to oddshopper.com and shop your odds if you want to play some NHL props. All right. Show's coming up after us. The No House Advantage NBA show at 3.30 Eastern with Aton and Terry. Uh, then at 4.30 Eastern, our NBA prop betting show, Locks Before Lock, uh, will come on. And they will be followed by the deeper dive and the live before lock for NBA. All right, Josh. Two games to get through. Anaheim, 2.9 implied gold total going into Chicago. Chicago has a 3.1 implied goal total. Not sure how the matchups are going to work here. I'm not sure the matchups really matter. I think this is a power play matchup uh, really for both sides, but especially for Chicago. Um, The Anaheim penalty kill has really struggled. The top line for the Blackhawks features a lot of players um, on the top power play to bring catch Strom Kane. They're all on the top power play coming in with fairly high ownership. But I think, you know, reasonable price, good power play matchup. I think it's fine to pay off. Don't mind Chicago one. Uh, also don't mind the Anaheim top line. Milano, Zegers, Raquel. Um, still a good line here. So both top lines for me in play. What do you think? Yeah, I'm also in on both top lines here. Like, Chalk Blackhawks is always a problem for <laughs> me. Just because, like, I'll tend to fade them. And, you know, we always talk about, like, coming home after eating dinner and you see Kane hit the empty net for his fifth one of the night, just ending the night. <laughs> Like, yeah, the top line is perfectly fine. Uh, I'm in on both top lines. 
that's really about it. Unless like Getzlaff suddenly comes back. Yeah, that's that's the problem here is with Ryan Getzlaff out, I think it kind of weakens uh, that, you know, that Terry Comtois uh, duo. I think they're still fine, but it's definitely not nearly as good uh, as with Getzlaff there. On the blue line, like we, we were making fun of Anaheim defensemen, so no. I think it's Seth Jones for nothing for me. Maybe Jake McCabe for a punt, but that's it. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement. All right, uh, let's get to this last game. Washington, 2.8 implied goal total. Going into Calgary, the Flames have a 3.3 implied goal total. Um, Calgary played last night. Uh, they stuck to their lines pretty much all game long, which means Adam Ruzicka, um base as the third line uh, with Mangiapane and Toffoli and Trevor Lewis still on the second line. Uh, I don't know, man. Washington has been struggling defensively, but, you know, it's not as if the wash or it's not as if, you know, Calgary has super playable lines. You know, they just did play last night. Is there anything we're playing besides the Calgary top line here, Josh? Yeah, I don't know. Like, Ruzichka only played eight minutes, but there were, I watched that game. There were so many power plays in that game. So, I don't know. He'll probably play more. Uh, like, Toffoli and Manji and Pani look good together. So, like, if you want to go back to them as a filler tonight, I think that's fine. It's just not the best matchup. Like, Washington's a pretty good defensive team. Like, their issues have been goalie goaltending, and they've gotten a bit better. So, I don't know. I'm probably going to go back to Calgary 1. Their ownership's fine. Um. On the, the capital side, like, I, I like Oshie. He just hasn't done much recently. And, it, like, the Flames, this is just a tough matchup. So, 2.8 total is n- nothing to ignore here. But, like, there's just nothing I want to full stack. Yeah, the top line hasn't been playing particularly great. And you could argue these are two of the better penalty kills in the entire league. So, it's not like, you know, Washington struggling power play. It's not like it's a great matchup for them or anything. So, yeah, I think it's just Calgary 1 that I like out of that game all right we got to get out of here josh i'm gonna ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies my hat trick pick he was in the power plays article i'm playing in tonight jordan Cairo, uh my goalies tristan jari mark andre fleury uc saros and king carl vimelka from arizona who you got i do like vimelka if you're getting spicy there i agree with all your goalie picks there was another oh if you are fading the blues Anton Forsberg is under 7K on DraftKings. He's probably going to see some volume. I think that's a spicy punt. And I'm going to go, you know, it's probably going to be chalky, but Dylan Larkin. Ooh, I like it. I like, well, that's two guys out of the Power Plays article. So now a uh, little bit of synergy here at awesome.com. All right, we're out of here. Uh, lots <laughs> of NBA coming up shortly after us. Uh, we will be back on Thursday. I think, I do believe we're off tomorrow. We will be back on Thursday for producer Tyler for our singular century, single entry assassin, Joshua Harris, and Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody. Flowchart season. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.